This is Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends with me, Dr. Santo D. Marabella, your workplace advisor and teacher. Hello and welcome to Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends. And I am really excited about today's episode. You know, the, the tradition has been that I have talked to a lot of friends over the last two years who are doing really cool, special, wonderful things or experts in certain areas. And today is one of those days where I'm, uh, it's a privilege and pleasure to talk to this particular friend. And uh, let me give you a little bit of background about uh, Barbara. Barbara Herndon is my guest and she's a children's media consultant. She's got a career history that includes writing and producing award-winning series Rugrats, which I love, and co-writing the feature film Rugrats in Paris. Barbara also wrote and developed projects for Nickelodeon, Disney, National Geo for Kids, PBS, and Cartoon Network, before she moved into the publishing world as a senior acquisitions editor for HarperCollins. There, she acquired and helped develop a variety of successful children's books and brands, including the New York Times best-selling Fiona the Hippo. <laughs> I love that. Uh, most recently, Barbara's written a new children's book called You're the Hugs to My Kisses, and we're going to talk about that, but not yet. Welcome, Barbara. It's so nice to be with you. Thank you, Sandy. It's wonderful to be with you, to hang out with a friend and chat a bit. Yes, Absolutely. I'm so excited for you for this uh, this newest project, but I would love for you to share with the the listeners um, just a little bit about that uh, cool trajectory of your career path um, and go back as far as you like. But I, I think it's really exciting how, and it makes sense how you wind up here, but uh, why don't you share a little bit of that? Okay. And you're right. It, when you do look back, Everything makes sense. It, it, when you're looking forward, you're not quite sure where you're going to end up, but certainly this path has been the one I was meant to be on. So, okay, let me go back to the beginning of always knowing I wanted to work in the entertainment industry. So I ended up in California after college, which was the only place in my mind to be. And I did some work in game shows and then some sitcoms. And then eventually discovered children's television. And it just kind of opened up this whole world of children's entertainment that felt like this is right. This is home for me. So I ended up on the series Rugrats, which was just quite the experience. Loved every second of it. And through that, ended up um, working on the Wild Thornberries for the same company, wrote and produced a bunch of specials, Rugrat specials, and co-wrote the feature film Rugrats in Paris. It, it was really quite the introduction and, and kind of launched my career in the children's world. And so that was kind of the beginning of that phase. And throughout the years you know, in California. And I, and I remember, um, I'll never forget the, the premiere of uh, oh, Rugrats in Paris. Great. It, it the was all the, the excitement. Yeah. Yeah. All the excitement that I would have expected from a, 
a film premiere because it was the first one I had ever attended. And it was just amazing and the energy around it and just, you know, all the things that you think that that's what Hollywood is. It was, it was so cool. Yeah. So, so that, the red that really laid the, the whole thing. That really laid the groundwork for you, um, as you said, to, to kind of like launch this this career. And I love the way it's it's developed. Um, tell me about or tell tell the listeners about um, just before we get into the book. The, this this writing for little screen versus big screen big deal to mm-hmm. to kind of adjust. You know, it's uh, television and film are definitely different animals. However, to take a series and a, and a group of characters, the Rugrats, you're basically writing the same dialogue, the same characters, the same, you know, relationships between the characters. But when you go to the big screen, the story has to be big, 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 you know, instead of telling those 11-minute episodes where certainly you need a beginning, a middle, and an end. You need there to be a trajectory and the characters need to learn something. But it's encapsulated into this very small story. And that has to kind of explode into something much bigger for a feature film or or just a feature-length uh, property. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes, you know what's what are we going to do and and you know let's we need to go somewhere fantastic and who's the guest star going to be and um it, it there's just so many more components to it and that also means a lot more cooks in the kitchen so there's a lot more people weighing in on the content and the direction it's going so the process itself is very, very different, but what's at the heart of it is is really still tied to what, what you do with the characters in television. So you want to be true to them, true to their voices, true to the message, but it just, you know, amps up beyond, beyond belief when you've got something uh, ready for feature film. It's really exciting. It's really exciting. And it was... Uh... It was such a um, a wonderful final product. So, moving into publishing, um, you know, it's kind of related, right? It's still storytelling. It's um, maybe less visual, unless, of course, you're doing an illustrated children's book, in which in case you're, you're doing so. Well, what? It, um, yes. Yeah. I didn't even. I couldn't even see this coming. Because when I decided to leave California um, for family reasons, I wanted to come back to Michigan and be closer to family. Um, You know, there's not much going on in children's entertainment in the state of Michigan. So I just figured, oh, I'll redefine myself and do something completely different. And this opportunity to become a children's book editor and specifically picture books came kind of fell into my lap. And I never realized how closely aligned that would be to the work in animation, because when you write for an animated show, 
what is very different about that versus writing for a live action, a sitcom, it, the animated script includes just as much direction, visual direction, as it does character dialogue and back and forth. You are basically telling the storyboard artists and the directors that, you know, you're going to be close up on Chucky and you're going, he's going to have a look of, you know, whatever on his face, you are directing it from a very visual point of view. And that translated so organically to the world of picture books. Now picture books, the pictures don't move. So now it's the bigger challenge of you've got to convey a lot with these single images, but you can kind of look at the page turns in a picture book as the movement, the story movement and the character movement. And so I did have a bit of a learning curve when I started in publishing, but it wasn't as big as I thought because all of the experience I did have in the animation world really set me up to, to be able to work in publishing. And it just, you know, I fell in love with it and it just opened up a whole new world that was related to the world that I came from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, such a cool, cool development and transition. You're listening to Office Hours with a Practical Prop and Friends, and my guest today is Barbara Herndon, who's a children's media consultant, and she's also going to be talking about her new book, which is called You're the Hugs to My Kisses, and it has illustrations by Diane Ewan. Is that correctly pronounced? That is. Yeah. So Diane is I, you know, very I, I, talented I, and from the UK. I'm going to plug her. I want to plug her. Love her. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, I haven't get, I gotten a chance yet to read it, but I read about it and I love the reviews um, and what people are saying about it. And I also you know, know that there's so much in this market for young audiences. So how do you think or how would you like this book to, to stand out? You have distinction from so many of the other also good, you know, young, young readers editions. Mm -hmm. Well, there are a few different elements that I think make this a bit of a standout. The first one is the material already has a familiarity to it. The theme is about how we are, life is, much sweeter when you have someone special to share it with. So it takes a lot of the fun and familiar phrases like you're the jelly to my donut, you know, you're the hugs to my kisses and strings them together in a way that really emphasizes um, how much it means to have someone, your person in your life with you. Um, Sandy, there is a book coming your way. And um, so since you haven't had a chance to read it, can I read you just a little bit of the of the text? Please, so please. you can get a feel yeah, for awesome. the rhythm. So just a couple Absolutely. of sections. Um, 
Uh, it opens with, you're the jelly to my donut, you're the blue to my sky, you're the laces to my sneakers, you're the twinkle to my eye. And even in those four lines in the book, the characters that you see run the gamut from a grandmother and her grandson to two best friends swinging in a tree to an older couple dancing in the moonlight. The This book is geared for really for readers of all ages, children, obviously, first and foremost, but it it's filled with diversity, diversity of age, diversity of race. My goal was to really show the bond, the special bond between people and to have any reader be able to see themselves and their loved ones reflected in the pages of the book. So, you know, um, fast forward to, to near the end, it goes, you're the bubbles to my bathtub. You're the bouncy to my bed. You're the hugs to my kisses. You're the pillow to my head. You're the sweet dreams to my slumber. You're the answer to my prayer. And whether you are near or far, we are the perfect pair. So it should resonate with people who are familiar with a lot of those fun phrases. It shows relationships, young and old. And, you know, we all sort of come to realize early in life that the most important thing are the people that you surround yourselves with. And um, I am so grateful for everyone who has a special meaning in my life, friends and family and coworkers. And, and I just think this book is a way to express that to someone. So, you know, while it's geared for children, it, it's also a great gift book that you could give someone for an anniversary or a wedding or a birthday, or just because I want you to know how much you mean to me. So I hope all of those. Or Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. Or Valentine's Day specifically. <laughs> I, I just hope Absolutely. all of those things, the diversity and the artwork is just so charming and whimsical. And Diane did a brilliant job that when you put all of those pieces together, that it will stand out as something uh, appealing to everybody. And so that's what I'm hoping happens. Absolutely. And, and I want to, I want to say, you know, what struck me right away besides the beautiful colors and illustrations is the inclusion, including Mm -hmm. kids. So that any kid who reads this can say, I can see me. And that's so important. And so many people, right. you know, talk it, talk a good talk about diversity and inclusion and all this stuff. But I love the, how much that comes through um, just right on the cover, even. Right. I, I do, too. And and I like that it's not just, um, you know, ethnicities that are included, but different ages. I, I just think. I. I just think that's not always represented in, and celebrated in the way that it should be. So to have all of that, you know, it the book is is reaching a lot of people this way, and children can relate to some. Some are raised by grandparents, and you know, some it, some kids have just very special friends or cousins or 
everyone should be able to find themselves and someone they love in the pages of this book. So I'm, I'm thrilled about that. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so exciting and so important. So um, the other thing too, is like just hearing you read this aloud makes me think that this is going to be a great book for parents and grandparents and kids and to read to each other, you know, and because it's just, it's melodic, you know, and and it's just like that alone, having that activity to, you know, what I remember as a kid being read stories to, but you know, now the kids can respond and the kids can read too. And it's great. It's great. I was so excited. I, you know, I've been, the the book just released on Tuesday and um, the January 4th. And I was so excited. The first review that was left, it was a parent talking about how they bought it for uh, their six-year-old and how, how after just, you know, a couple of uh, episodes of reading through it, her daughter has already memorized most of the book because there is this melodic, you know, cadence to it and a simplicity. And you see the picture of the of a little boy and grandma sitting on uh, their stoop eating a jelly donut. Well, you're the jelly to my donut. And then the next image of the two kids flying in the air on on uh, tire swings you're the blue to my sky it is so, a very very young child will be able to read along as well as you know readers of any yeah. age and it i i was tickled by that that already they practically have it memorized and it's their favorite book so those are the kind of comments wow. that are thrilling thrilling to read. So I hope that continues. Absolutely. That's, I'm so excited about that. That's really great. Um, so what's next? What, what, uh, what, what are your hopes for this book? And then uh, what's going to happen next? Well, this book, um, I'm busy doing some promotions and, and working on some marketing stuff for the book, which is fun for me. Cause I've, I've been sort of behind the scenes prior to this in acquisitions where that's handed off to somebody else. So it's kind of a new world, but also exciting. And and I'm enjoying that. I'm about to work on two new Fiona books in that Fiona the Hippo series. So I'm also very, very thrilled about that. If, if, if people haven't, um, seen those books or are unfamiliar with Fiona the Hippo, check it out. She was the hippo born at the um, Cincinnati Zoo prematurely. And they really didn't think she was going to make it. And the zookeepers decided to just film their efforts to try and keep Fiona alive. And it went viral. And she became this international sensation the most adorable hippo you've ever seen. And she was basically raised until she was well enough to be reunited with her mother by humans. And so she has this very human quality to her and she relates to people so well. 
And when I heard the story, I just thought, oh, this is tailor-made for a book and a series. And a good friend of mine, Richard Cowdery, who's uh, an illustrator, he actually came to me and said, because he lives in Ohio, hey, check out Fiona. And and not only Mm -hmm. was it perfect for acquiring, he was the perfect one to do it. And so we've been collaborating together on this series ever since. And we're up to book... I don't know, 15 or 16, we're somewhere around there. So it's it's been uh, picture books, board so books, some so I can read books. And so now we've got uh, another couple books in development. And so that's what I'm working on now. And hopefully a um, another book in that will follow Hugs and Kisses that might be Christmas themed. So I've got that percolating right now. So that's what I'm hoping to be working on in the next few months. I can't wait. It's going to be great, great to see what's next. You've been listening to Office Hours of the Practical Problem Friends and my guest, Barbara Herndon, of talking about her book, her newest book, You're the Hugs to My Kisses, which is available where books are sold, including Amazon, right? And uh, where else can can folks get it online other places besides Amazon? Absolutely. Uh, Target, Barnes & Noble, really all major booksellers, you should be able to, to order online um, and find it in stores. Not every store will have it, d- depending on your location, but um, certainly it's everywhere online that you would want to shop. And I'm sure if it's not there, it's because it's sold out. <laughs> Thank you. So we'll have to. Let's hope so. Right. Let's hope so. Right. Barb, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure to talk with you again on, and to hear about all these exciting developments. Uh, I hope all of my listeners will run, not walk, to the nearest uh, internet browser and order that book. You're The Hugs to My Kisses by Barbara Herndon with uh, illustrations by Diane Ewing. So, Barb, thanks so much. It was great to be with you. Thank you, Sandy. It was wonderful to be with you. This has been Office Hours. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. This has been Office Hours with the Practical Profit Friends, a production of Marabella Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Practical Prof and Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at The Practical Prof. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. 